Everybody wants to be on top of the mountain. The problem nowadays is people want to get dropped off at the top of the hill and look down. It's that I overcome mindset that makes all the difference. See, the way we're taught is you're going to claw, you're going to scratch, you're going to bite, you're going to dig, you're going to do whatever it takes to get to the top of that mountain. That unequivocally is how I have managed to keep myself moving forward and finding success. Two seals, one mission. The JR Overcome Show. All right, everybody, welcome back to JR Overcome Show, but this is going to be the brand new podcast. This is going to be Show Zero One. I am super excited. We we're going to throw it out there for you guys. And uh, it is no longer just Jason Redman. The new JR Show, the podcast, is going to be with a special guest. And I'm truly honored to have this guy, Ray Cash Care. Ray and I go back many, many years. We went through Buds together. We were actually in Hell Week together. We were in the same boat crew in Hell Week, affectionately known as the Short Man's Crew, otherwise known as the Smurf Crew, since Ray and I are both vertically challenged. But uh, this show is going to be awesome. Ray, what's going on, brother? Hey, hey, boss. LT, sir. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited, brother. You know, I'm, I'm glad that we uh, joined forces and we're getting ready to do some great stuff, put out some great material. And like always, just like in Buds, I will carry you along the way and help you out and make you reach your goal. As with old times, Ray lives in his own delusional world. So, you know, <laughs> but we had a great time back then. We're still having a good time now. We have reconnected and we are relaunching the JR Overcome show. And, uh, you know, for those of you that watch my show on YouTube, it was a show about leadership. It was a show about that strong, resilient overcome mindset. And the thing was, you know, so many, you know, I've got so many things going on, running the Combat Wounded Coalition, running the Overcome Academy, getting out there and speaking. We launched a new uh, speakers bureau this year. So trying to manage my time and get everything done. Unfortunately, the live video blog was just more than I could manage by myself. So the podcast, a little more man manageable. And I brought Ray on board because we wanted different viewpoints. We wanted to be able to look at the world. We have the same viewpoint, but sometimes we see things in different ways, just like Ray's view on him carrying me through butts. I mean, come on. <laughs> but it has been a good time and we are really excited to deliver this show to you. So right off the bat, let me tell you what the agenda of the show is going to be. Right off the bat, for those of you who've never been there, you don't know who Jason Redman is, you don't know who Ray Care is, we want to let you know what is the JR Overcome show. Every show, we are going to have a theme and the word of the day. Today's word, Ray? is going to be ambush. Ambush. They're on the horizon, people. I have been in a real world ambush. There are those of you that have been in life ambushes. We're going to be talking about this today. We're going to talk about current events. So one of the big current events we have going is we recently launched Eagle Rise Speakers Bureau. It is a speakers bureau that is focused on going above and beyond for you and your companies. We are bringing on world-class speakers that talk about leadership, about overcoming, about life coaching, all these different things, elite performance. These are the things that make companies better than the things that I'm already speaking on. But now I'm bringing on other speakers who can share in that mindset. I am incredibly honored to announce that Ray Cash Care is one of our new speakers. Ray is going to be out there talking to you guys about the things that he is incredibly passionate. He is an expert in physical leadership and mental leadership. And Ray's going to be out there with us delivering that message to make you guys better. So check out 
EagleRiseSpeakers.com, and you can check out all our speakers that we have. Uh, Ray, what do you got going on? Well, obviously, as you said, LT, I just signed with you, and I'm one of your speakers for the Eagle Rise Speaker. Obviously, sir, I'm very honored and humbled to be chosen to do this. Definitely got to be bringing my A-game, like I'm going to do my best to uh, represent, do the best I can. I just launched the website right now, www.frogmindset.com. It's literally, guys, just a website where I'm selling apparel. I'm I'm providing coaching, consulting, obviously public speaking through you, sir. And I am just trying to spread the good word and keep people motivated and trying to teach people how to become what I like to say, my phrase, be an ambassador to life. Yeah, baby, an ambassador to life. I think that's so critical for those of us. You got to get out there. How do you give back? And that's going to be one of the biggest things we're going to talk about throughout this show, about leadership, about that resiliency. It is all about giving back. Ray is doing it, taking the lessons that he's learned throughout his life. Go to frogmindset.com. He's doing some great stuff. If you are looking to make yourself better, check that out. If you are looking to bring him on as a speaker, obviously he goes through Eagle Rise Speakers Bureau. And then what's going on with me? Well, I am relaunching and just launched my new website under jasonredmond.com. Those of you that have been following me knowing that I rocked under the company Soft Spoken, a little play on words, but the reality is talking to a couple of friends in marketing, they said, dude, nobody knows what that is. <laughs> they said, you are the person. You know, people want to They want to know about you. They want to know what you're doing. They want to learn the lessons that you've learned and how they can implement them into their lives. So I have launched jasonredmond.com. If you have not gone there, you can get a signed copy of my book, The Trident. I will personalize it for you. You can get some of our Overcome merchandise. You can book me for speaking. If you were looking for a speaker to talk about the five principles of elite performance, the six tenets of success, how to lead always overcome all. I've developed some new stuff with the Pentagon of Performance to change pyramid. All of that is coming. All of that is on there. I am happy to announce that I am signing a contract right now for my brand new book that'll be coming out in 2019, Overcome How to Lead Yourself to Elite Performance. All those things are on there. I am also getting into coaching. So next year, I'm going to be opening up to both personal, team, and business coaching. I've got a limited number of slots to be able to do that, but that is on the horizon. And then we got one more thing coming up, man. December, we got something big, something big coming. So yeah, we've got uh, December 1st and 2nd, uh, downtown, beautiful Miami. We are part of the Conclave of Warriors. Conclave of Warriors. So bottom line, the fucking horsemen are coming. It's going to consist of myself, Jason Redman. We've got Bedros. We've got Brad Lee. We've got Jay Dobbins. We've got Rafi Conde. And we've got uh, Brent Gleason. So we have got a just a vast knowledge of wealth, power. These guys are insane. We are going to be bringing it. It's going to be raw. It's going to be a two-day event. Um, I'm going to be talking about fitness. And then day two, I'm going to be just putting people through an assessment slash team building exercises. Sir, what are you going to be doing? I'm going to be crushing it. I'm going to be motivating and inspire you guys to be ready. I ask a pivotal question about life, and we're actually going to talk about that somewhat today. That question is, will you be ready? Will you be ready for that moment when it comes? Because the reality is this, the average man 
and woman in this day and age is not ready for those life ambushes when they're coming. You have to lead all aspects of your life. The Conclave of Warriors is all about that. It is about being a modern day warrior. It is about leading yourself. It is about leading those around you. It is about leading your business. It is about building structure within your life. And that is how you are successful. That is how you will be ready for those life ambushes when they are coming. I am going to deliver you those skills, how to be physically, mentally, and emotionally prepared for those moments. And the other speakers that are there, Ray's going to be talking about it also. It is going to be amazing. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Uh, I don't know if we'll be able to do another Conclave of Warriors. This may be the only one to bring together this level of speakers who not only are going to deliver a keynote that you're going to walk away with lessons with, but we're going to have breakout sessions where you'll be able to come meet us and talk to us and hammer us with questions. We're going to have workouts. Ray and I are going to be out there working out with you to develop that strong physical mindset. So go to conclaveofwarriors.com. You need to be there. Boom. All right, all right. So what else have we got going on in this show? We are going to discuss why we need to lead always and overcome all. That is the theme of this show. The JR Overcome Show is all about this. And uh, we're going to be talking about that. We are going to do a shout out to the Overcomer of the Month. Every month, we want to shout out Amazing Overcomer. For those of you that know, if you're alive and breathing, you know that a few weeks ago, we lost an incredible American hero, Senator John McCain. Yes, sir. Wow. Man, John McCain was just an amazing example of someone who led always and who overcame all. You talk about an overcome mindset. I mean, I mean, Ray, what do you think about when you talk about John McCain? You know, when I think of Senator McCain, Mr. McCain, I think of the true definition of uh, perseverance and someone who can overcome any obstacle that's set in his path, obviously his time in the war. I mean, he wrote the book on having the mental toughness that I don't think anybody could ever even try to come close to unless they were put in that situation. So from my standpoint, you know, I love the fact that we're doing this and we're giving, we're giving respect out to people who, who are, or have done positive things, you know, in today's society, all I hear about is negativity and this and that, and I'm just sick of it. And that's time to give credit to those who have done or who, who have done and who are doing positive things for society. I, I mean, a hundred percent, man, John McCain truly set the example in this day and age, politics has become such an ugly, ugly nasty environment to work in. And John McCain dedicated his life to it because he believed in making this country better. And it went all the way back to when he was a young man and he flew in the Navy, he flew in Vietnam, he flew all these sorties. He was shot down, became a POW. A lot of people don't know if they haven't studied John McCain's story. He, I tell you, he is the essence of leadership and the overcome mindset with one thing that occurred. So John McCain was the son of a four-star admiral. And when he was in the when he was in the Hanoi Hilton, the Vietnamese found this out and they basically started to try and give him favors because he was the son of an admiral. And they figured that they could use him as a political pawn and try and and blackmail him and blackmail his father. And they tried to give him an early release. They said, hey, you're the son of a very important, prominent person. You know, we want to give you an, an early release as a show of good faith to the United States government. And they were willing to do it. John McCain was tortured. Uh, I mean, to this day, to the day he died, he wasn't even li- able to lift his arms up over his head because of torture they did to him. And despite that torture, despite the lack of food, despite the adversity, how much the Vietnamese abused those the, our prisoners, John McCain refused. He refused to leave early while his guys, his fellow prisoners were there next to him. I mean, if there is not a better example of leading always and overcoming all, 
I don't know what it is. Yeah, you said it, brother. I mean, sometimes nothing else needs to be said. You hit it right on the head. Uh, Senator McCain led by example, and he was going to leave no man behind. I think that's something me and you can relate to. Amen. And uh, God bless him. Hey, God bless him. For those of you out there who are looking for some motivation, when you're grinding through that workout, when you're grinding through that day, when you think you don't, when you think you can't push yourself one further step, John McCain's our overcomer of the month. I want you to think about him. I want you to think about him in that prison when he was getting tortured and the Vietnamese were saying, all you have to do is we're just going to send you home. We'll let you go home. You don't have to be tortured. You don't have to be deprived of food. And he stayed. He stayed for his guys. He stayed because he had character, integrity. He led himself. He led others. He led always. He had a relentless overcome mindset. Think about that when you're grinding through those workouts and you're grinding through life. So here's to you, John McCain. Yes, sir. Well said. Well said. I couldn't agree more. Back to the word of the day. We're going to be talking about that ambush. We're going to be discussing ambushes and life's ambushes. And then I get the great honor of interviewing Mr. Ray Cash Care. For those of you that know him, you have seen him on television. You have seen him in the movies. And I know Ray personally because him and I go way back to the grind, to the pressure of SEAL training and even Hell Week together. Then we're going to close the show with two minutes of motivation. Both Ray and I get one minute to fire you guys up on the topic that we talked about about that day and we'll be talking about the next show that is the lineup for this show so bang we're gonna jump right into this ray are you ready i'm ready sir let's do this i know you were born ready bang what is the jr overcome show the jr overcome show is a show for leaders and overcomers those who are looking to achieve elite performance in themselves and when i talk about elite performance there are so many people out there that strive to be good and that next level is Many of you read the book, Good to Great. That next level is great. And then there's a lot of people that want to be superior. They want to push themselves to that next level. But at the top of the game, at the top of the pile, Olympic caliber performance is elite. And the amount of work that it takes to get to elite is tremendous. It is grinding every single day. The SEAL teams have reached that level And that's why it's so great that Ray and I are here together. We learned so many of the lessons to reach elite performance in that. It's one of the things that I'm speaking to companies about. I know Ray's talking about it and things he does. He teaches something called the seven points of performance. I love it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, guys. Hell yeah. You know, you have to agree with with perfection. The JR Overcome show is about people who want to overcome and are achievers. And you know what? Once you think you get to the level where you've done it, That's where the real work starts, and that's where we come in. We're the ones that are going to push you and give you that extra drive. Why? Because we're never stopping, you know? I tell you guys from the show, everybody wants to get on top of the hill. When you get on top of the hill, that's not where you take the time to look at the scenery. That's where you regroup and you go, okay, what the hell do I have to do now to stay on top of this mountain? And that's why we're here, all right? We're going to motivate, educate, and decimate you to keep you on top of that mountain, sir. I love it. I love it. The bottom line is we are looking for those out there who are no longer willing to settle for the status quo. Elite performance is always pushing yourselves, and Ray and I are here to help you push. We want you to push yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, and spiritually. These are things I talk about in the Pentagon of Performance, and I personally believe if you figure out how to push yourself in those five areas, it comes back to what I talk about. Will you be ready? The answer will be yes. So that is what we're going to be talking about. So, Ray, you know, the the theme of this show, and it's one of the themes that I speak about all the time. I come back to this. If I can do two things in my life, and the only two things 
I want to lead always and I want to overcome all. What, what does that mean to you when you hear that phrase? You know, to me, it means just putting your best foot forward, trying to do what you can, um, you know, and trying to be successful at everything that you do. You know, life is going to throw shit at you. We both know it, brother. No one knows that more than you. Um, I've dealt with it in my childhood and other personal things, but my shit came in the form of seven, six, two bullets, <laughs> you know, and, and that's what that's what life's going to throw you. It's going to it's going to throw you curveballs and fuck, you got a fastball with a curve. I don't know if that's even possible, but. Um, being able to overcome, to adapt, to max flex, you know, let's use some operational terms. That's what it's about. It's about, you know, getting knocked the fuck down like you did, like I have before and getting back up, dusting yourself off and off and saying, let's get on this. And that's what it is about. That's what it means to me. All right. It's just getting up and attacking life with everything that you, you are, um, Life is a tricky thing. I've learned it. You've learned it. Um, no one can understand or know what's going to happen. The only thing we can do is be blessed for what we have and keep moving forward. Amen. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. And, you know, the the foundations and and <laughs> I have led a, a pretty amazing life. I've lived two lifetimes already by far. And the lessons that I've learned, they're not lessons that I read in a book. I learned them firsthand. I mean, I when I talk about leading always and overcoming all, it's because I've led it. Not only because I've led it, it's because I have failed in places where I knew that by not doing it, it caused tremendous hardship and additional adversity in my life. I've had friends tell me, you know, you can do it the easy way, the hard way, or you can do it the Jay Redmond way. Cause I'm a knucklehead, man. I am hard headed. I think I know better. And, and it has made my life a grind at times. And it was because I wasn't leading myself. So when I talk about leading always, I always break it down into three components. And we're going to hammer on these three components in this show. I know when Ray and I speak, we're going to hammer on these components. But the bottom line, it comes down to three principles under leadership. It is leading yourself. And that is principle number one. If you cannot effectively lead yourself, if you cannot build structure within your own life, if you cannot build goals, if you cannot find balance, if you cannot be emotionally, mentally, physically, socially, spirit, and spiritually prepared for the things that are coming, that's all on you. That is self-leadership. And it is absolutely critical. So many people I meet always talk to me, Ray, about, hey, Jay, how do I become a better leader? You are a leader of guys in combat. I want to be a better leader. And my first fundamental question I ask every single person that asks me about being a better leader, I say to them, well, how well do you lead yourself? And people don't like that. They don't want to look at themselves. They want, no, 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 you don't understand, man. I want to be a better leader of others. It's not about me. And I'm like, well, that's your fundamental problem right there. So number one, you got to lead yourself. Number two, you got to lead others. And the great thing about effectively leading yourself others will follow. And then number three, you got to lead always. You cannot pick and choose when you're going to lead. Leaders lead at all times. You know, our overcoming the month, John McCain, he was a great example of that. Throughout his entire life, he was a leader. And then overcoming, man. Three lessons to the overcome mindset. Rule number one, we learn this in BUDS. What's the fundamental rule in BUDS, man? How do you make it through BUDS? Don't ring the fucking bell. Don't ring the fucking bell. You don't quit. Quitting guarantees failure. We live in a society today that is encouraging people to quit. If you're uncomfortable, just quit. If you don't like the situation, just quit. If you don't like your job, just quit. If you are put outside of your comfort zone or if somebody has a viewpoint that you don't like, well, just quit and alienate yourself from it. Go sit in a safe space or something like that. I got a clue for you. The real world doesn't work that way. 
I couldn't agree more. You know, everybody now wants entitlements. They want, they want prizes for being 27th out of 27th people in a race. You know, that's not how we were brought up. You know, Ricky Bobby, you're either first or you're last. Bottom line guys. All right. (laughs) Sweet little baby Jesus. And yeah. And I've, I've told my daughter and I'm instilling the basic points of performance that I use placing second sometimes is worse than placing last because you were so close. Now I get it, you know, but that tells me, did someone have more ability or, and this is what I always ask her, or did someone just show up to work and they outperformed you? And I tell this to a 10 year old and, you know, three time state champion, she's putting in the work right now because I'm programming her for excellence. Just like, you know, Bud's programmed us, you know, it's all about programming and being a leader. You know, I'm, I'm working under, under your wing and, you know, you're teaching me things that I haven't learned, you know, refining those skills and just always wanting to be the best, no matter what it takes. But likewise, I'm also learning from Ray and I'm constantly learning from everybody. I tell people that life, uh, you know, the journey of leadership never ends. If you meet, so a lot of people will say, oh, Jay, you know, you're a leadership expert. Nope, I am not. I'm merely a student of leadership. And I learn from everybody I meet, every situation I learn. And I still, I make all kinds of mistakes because that's life. That's how it is. But I tell you what, the critical component of being a leader is having that strong overcome mindset. Like Ray said, it's, it's preparing yourself. He's preparing his daughter. Rule number one, you don't quit. Rule number two, you don't mentally quit. And that's all about that mental preparation. You know, when we were going through SEAL training, I remember, Ray, you know this, Anytime somebody was ready to quit, what did they do? They tried to get somebody to go with them. Oh, yeah. They, 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 let me tell you what. Don't bring me down if the ship's sinking. I, I know. I saw it. You saw it, too. And I would avoid them like the plague, you know? Yep. They would come up, maybe around the world paddling. We could, we'll get in that story later, you know? People not performing want draw attention to themselves. That's fine. But fucking, you know, quit. If you're going to quit, quit. But don't bring us down with you. People are always looking for some type of association, you know, because it's, it's acceptable if we quit, but That's it's right. not acceptable if I quit. That's right. No, I don't want to be any part of that. But, and, and what's happening there is they are, they've, they've already mentally quit. And I talked to so many people about this. You have to build that strong overcome mindset that will not mentally quit. Because when you start to mentally quit, we are all human. And when we are suffering through the hard moments, it is natural. We start to turn inward and feel sorry for ourselves. Everybody does it. I don't care who you are, the strongest guy on the planet. He has moments when he's suffering through the grind and he starts to focus inward, but you have to build yourself past that. I mean, when we were going through buds, I remember many times that we were just in a grind of an evolution, an evolution that you were like, this is never going to end. And I'm probably going to die before I get to the end. And you started to feel sorry for yourself. You started to say, man, I don't think I can take another step. I don't think I can take another breath. Problem is, if you convince yourself of that, you're starting to mentally quit. Oh, yeah. You're already behind the power curve. I couldn't agree more. You have to, no matter how how deep that hole is, you've got to dig deeper. That's what I tell people. No matter how deep that hole of hell or shit is that we've went through brother and you know we've done it you've got to find a way to dig deeper and you know what we're living proof that it can be done yep absolutely you got to build that positive mindset you know no matter like ray said no matter how deep that hole gets there's a top and you can climb out of it and you just have to think i don't care how far this hole gets down even if i hit rock bottom i am going to climb out of it so do not mentally quit lesson number three life is not fair 
No, it's not. No, it's not. I couldn't agree more. You know, there are people that have more gifted abilities. There are people, Christ, we're vertically challenged. We wish, I wish I was taller. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you are. Uh, well, welcome to the Smurf crew. I was right beside you, brother. Yeah, we were. You hit it right on the head, brother. Life is not fair. I tell people all the time, and I know you agree with me, you have to work with what you got. If you're not happy with what you got, then find a way to make it happen, no matter what that what that is. Whether I always tell everybody, learn to earn. We've talked about this, right? And people always go, Ray, Cash, what do you mean, earn? I'll tell you what, I want to earn your respect. I want to earn relationships with people. I want to earn bonds that are going to last forever. Yes, maybe the money will come later on in time, but right now, let's not worry about that. Let's worry about earning the things that are important, the key essential values that we need these days. You know, I, I to me, it's I would rather earn your respect than earn a thousand dollars right now. It means more to me. And you know what? That's what's going to help you project to the next level. Agree, one hundred percent. So this world we live in, it is built on, you know, different rules, different perceptions, different social norms. And and we have a tendency to think about, you know, that if I do X, Y, and Z, then A, B, and C is going to come out of it. But the reality is sometimes it doesn't. You can do everything perfectly, and sometimes it will turn out as an as a giant shit sandwich. And it is in those moments that it defines people. That is the essence of the overcome mindset. Those moments when life is just totally not fair, you don't mentally quit, you don't physically quit, you lead yourself out of the situation. That is the essence of the lead always and overcome all mindset. It is the background of this show. It is what we were going to talk about all the way through. Ray's lived it. I've lived it. We want you to live it. Boom. Yeah. I got nothing. Guy's an animal. <laughs> you know, what's funny. I don't understand this, sir, is when I speak, I sound like a caveman. When you speak, you say the same thing. You're so eloquent when you speak. Did they teach you that in officer school? They did. In okay. knife and fork school, they gave me a knife, a fork, and a plate, and a dictionary. And they said, here, memorize this. Okay. I'm keeping so. them at two syllables for the show because people know I'm talking out of my, out of my realm. So I'm going to keep it simple, stupid. And, uh, you can you can talk to the upper class. I'm going to stick with. Uh, That's okay. We're hitting all demographics. We're hitting all demographics. We're, hitting all yes, de- we're going to hit all of you. I love it. All right, we're going to get back to uh, the word of the day, and the word of the day is ambush. So obviously, those of you that know my story, and there's some of you that don't. The bottom line is, I was tremendously fortunate enough to be a assault force commander of an incredible group of SEALs in Iraq in 2007, height of the Ambar Awakening. We were cracking skulls, and we were aiding people on their way, whether we were locking up truly bad actors or whether we were uh, sending people to uh, find out what was on the other side. And uh, I was with just an amazing, amazing group of individuals. Probably by far, it was the best troop I ever worked with. I learned the most. I was challenged as a leader. And uh, on September 13, 2007, I walked directly into an ambush that forever changed my life. And it left a physical, obviously left, it left tremendous physical scars. It left tremendous mental scars and it left emotional scars on my life. And one of the things that I talk about is there, all of you someday are going to walk into an ambush. It may not be, thank goodness, it probably won't be a a firefight. You probably will not get shot at, at least I hope you don't. But it will be what I call a life's ambush. And they are out there on the horizon. Uh, For the average person, you will encounter probably anywhere from three to five life's ambushes over the course of your life. And some people 
are born out of that moment. It defines them and they become better. John McCain was one of those individuals. I, I'd like to say that I was one of those individuals. That moment on the battlefield forever changed my life, but for the positive. It taught me so much more about myself. There are other people that get, they get smoke checked, Ray. Yeah. They I, never recover. There are people that have done that and they haven't recovered. I agree. And that's what we're here to do. And that's what we're going to help teach you because just so everybody knows, the definition, okay, of ambush. Now, I'm going to give you the definition because I have it right here. Ray, it's, Ray, you're breaking out of norms here. I mean, enlisted yeah. guys don't bust out. Uh, yeah, well, I'm doing I mean, this, that's sir. Like a, I, I, what, Ray, Ray, what, what, what is this? I'm going to teach. Ray, you are educating us? I'm going to educate the officer. Let the enlisted guy do this, okay? A Whoa, surprise I'm gonna, attack. I'm going to sit back. Yes, sir, please do. A surprise ambush. A surprise attack by people and or object lying in wait in a concealed position. Now- what does that mean to me? That means it could come in the form of a 762 like that happened to you. And again, I wasn't there. I've got goosebumps right now. It gets me fucking pretty emotional. It can also happen in other ways. It can happen in everyday life. You could lose a family member. Uh, you could lose a job. My point is, is no matter what ambush is thrown your way, you have got to find a way. And yeah, I'm going to use your term. You've got to find a way to overcome. You've got to find a way. That's what we're here to do, and that's what we're here to talk about. So amen to you, brother, and amen to all you people who have dealt with ambushes and, and are trying or have overcome. Ray's absolutely right. Those life ambushes on the horizon. Ray, I applaud you. I mean, this is amazing. I, 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 who knew? I know. There's a position, there's a, three there's, syllables. There's huh? a scholar in, inside of you. Hey, Hunger for learning. I am. I am. When, when you surround yourself with excellence, you know, keep, we've talked about this, keep your circles tight. I've got to step up my game to become, you know, who knows, maybe I can move up to maybe a chief or, a, you know, I'm working my way up. Hey, I love it. I love it. It is all about that appetite for education. But for you out there, that life's ambush is on the horizon. Ray's right. You know, it could be the loss of a job. It could be a life-threatening illness. It could be a devastating accident. It could be a financial crash. Those things are out there. They're things that will leave that physical, mental, or emotional scar on you. And the question is, how are you going to handle it when it comes? It comes back down to that fundamental question I ask everybody, will you be ready when that moment comes? So that's why we're kicking off the show like that. And we are going to dive right into our next topic because my man, Ray Cash Care, we've shared so many times together over the years. We've come back together later, but I, I'll be honest, there were some things about Ray I didn't know when we went through BUDS. And now that we've gotten closer again and Ray's working with us for Eagle Rise Speakers Bureau, Ray has a pretty amazing story uh, from when he grew up and what shaped and made him into who he is. So when we talk about life's ambushes, Ray has experienced them. He, he has not been caught up in, you know, uh, gunfire and an, and an actual firefight ambush like I was, but he has endured life ambushes. And I think it's even more important to be able to endure life ambushes because it is what is going to make you successful. It is what is going to enable you to achieve that elite performance. So who is Ray Cash Care? And we're going to break this up into two parts. This week, I'm going to be talking about, Ray, what made you into a SEAL, that overcome mindset, 
and ability to withstand life's ambushes? You know, it, it started at a young age. Um, I grew up from um, single family. Uh, my parents divorced when I was very young. I lived, uh, my father, I'm named after him, was a... Uh, where, I, where are you originally I'm from? I'm originally from Baltimore. Baltimore. I'm Baltimore, Maryland. No, known for uh, a very, no crime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's like a Norman Rockwell painting up there in Baltimore. I am from Dundalk, Maryland, which is a predominantly Irish, Italian neighborhood. Uh, more of your lower class individuals, which, you know, hey, I, I'm proud of where I come from. I have no, no, his, uh, no issues with that. Um, my father did the best he could with what he had. My father drove motorcycles, was a hellion. Um, had a very violent temper. And, you know, you ask me what molded me into what I think gave me the the will and drive to become a SEAL. Well, uh, you know, I was visiting my mother when I was 11 years old and my Aunt Betty, my father's uh, sister, was a police officer. And she came to my mother's house and told me that my father was violently killed. Um, true story. He got into a confrontation, got in a bar fight with a guy. Uh, he didn't have a license. He was walking home and the gentleman drove, drove his car, hit my father and drug him and killed him. How did that impact you? I mean, we've been talking about life's ambushes and I got a couple of questions here. Yeah. Number, question number one, man. And I know that's an emotional moment. I mean, life's ambushes, they, they rock us. You will never fully recover from those scars. And there is no doubt that loss of your, your dad at 11 in such an abrupt and violent way forever change you. Who was Ray Care prior to that moment? Who was Ray Care as a child? Were were you were you easygoing, you know, were you just, you know, kind of go with the flow or were you were you a scrapper right from no, then? No, from as early as I can remember, I was a a scrapper and I was a very intense, I don't want to use the word violent, maybe competitive individual. Um true story, I I don't even remember how young I was, but I my father signed me up for co-ed soccer, which we ended up finding was not a fit because I kicked the ball. A girl blocked uh, the goalie, blocked my shot, and I ran up and kicked her um, in a shin. I was very, I was very aggressive. So we then decided that wasn't a fit for me. It was like kind of, uh, you know, we figured that maybe football somewhere where I could use that aggression and that output that he couldn't figure out why I had it. But, you know, there were a lot of reasons to be aggressive. My parents were divorced. My father was a violent man. He beat me. I, I love him. Him and my mother didn't get along. You know, we had nothing. We lived in a, a little two bedroom, one bath place. Uh, I, I didn't come from anything, you know, but I always felt like I strived greatness. And the only way that I could be great at that time was to be aggressive. And, you know, I didn't go around beating people up, but even as the probably the smallest, shortest guy around, I didn't put up with shit. And I still won't. You know, you've known me for years. I've learned to control my temper as we get older. But back then, I had one one speed and it was balls out. Even as a child. I mean, my father died when I was 11. And, you know, I'd already been in some trouble for fighting and things like that. So what happened in that moment? In that moment when your dad was gone. I mean, there, there's the first life ambush that you encountered. What do you remember about that? How did it change you? No. I'm going to say this, and this is going to come out first. My initial reaction is I was angry. Why was he taken from me? But now that I reflect on it, and I know this is going to, I've said this to a few people and they've been, holy shit, but it's the best and worst thing that ever happened to me. Because I honestly feel if that moment in my life didn't happen, I think I would have taken a much different toll. A lot of the kids that I grew up with are in jail. They've done drugs. I didn't grow up in a great, great part of town. But I think from that moment, when that happened, I decided mentally that I said, 
this is not going to be me. I am not going to be, my dad was like 31 years old. I am not, I think he was actually younger than that. I am not going to be a statistic in that way. I'm going to be a statistic in a positive way. Was I angry? Did I get in trouble after that? Yes. But then I started developing, like I told you, the seven points of, of performance. Even before I knew the seven points of performance of shooting, I needed to develop a plan to make me better. And that's why when people say, wow, Cash, that's array, that's hard. No, it's not. That's life. You know, um, I was kicked square in the balls. And, you know, you know, as well as I do, you've been in your fight and fights as much as I have. You got two things you can do. You can stay there and take your ass whooping or you can get up and learn from it. And I decided at 11 years old that I was going to take that ass whooping and I was going to learn from it. And that's what I've done. And that's what I've been doing every day since then. And even after achieving what we've achieved, it's still not enough. I'm still hungry. That's uh, awesome. You know, that's such a critical thing in life's ambushes. Once again, it goes back to, do you fold and crumble in the moment and you allow that moment to destroy you? And there's so many people that are dead men walking. They, they just, the fire has gone out of them because they suffered a life ambush and they just decided to stop living. And then there are those who hit those life ambushes like Ray with the loss of his dad and he drove forward. So Ray, you started to grow up. You're living with a single mom who's trying to take care of you. You guys have nothing. What piqued your interest to want to become a SEAL? Because, you know, the SEAL teams are considered by many many to be the elite special operations force in the world. We are definitely by far one of the premier maritime special operations force in the world. Uh, many say it is the toughest training in the United States military. What piqued your interest to go to BUDS and what happened? How did you end up down that road? <laughs> you make it sound so sexy. Um, it's what you, I do. It, it, it's what you do. <laughs> um, you know, so no, I went to the recruiter um, I made, I made a decision that I had, I wasn't doing good in college. I went to college. It wasn't going well for me. I was never challenged enough. I needed something that would feed that fire. You know, you need oxygen to feed a fire. And I couldn't find enough oxygen to feed the fire. Went to the recruiter. Um, and I saw a brochure, you know, back then we didn't have the Stu Smiths and we didn't have all these, these seals that would help you. And we didn't have this, these books. All I was told was from the recruiter. You can't do that. What do you mean I can't do that? I love people that tell me that. Yeah, exactly. So I, I took the ASVAB test. I wanted to be the best. I didn't make the scores. I joined the military. I retook the ASVAB test again. I missed it by one fucking point and I studied my ass off. I should have stopped right there, but I didn't because I knew this was my calling. I don't know what it was, but I found what I needed. So I took it the third time. Well, guess what? I showed up to Buds with you, and I made and it. And the rest is history. All right, this show's over. We're done. Hey. <laughs> it's all about being consistent and never giving up on yourself. The first thing I talk about in my seven points of performance is you got to believe in you. And you know what? No one believed in me. No one. My mother, my friends, no one. My buddy Bill Harmon, my best friend of this day, told me I didn't have what it took to be a Navy SEAL. Real quick, he showed up and sat at my graduation with my mother because they didn't think I could. I just smiled and said, thanks for coming. You know, it's amazing. We live, and this is one of the biggest things that I've struggled with once I got out of the military. It's one of the core themes that I talk about in the Overcome Academy. You know, the military is built on a foundation of teamwork, and it is about the guy and gal next to you. Units are built upon this teamwork and mission-focused society. And I got out into the civilian world, and it's the exact opposite. I don't care 
how united a company is, the world out there is built on individual accomplishment. Uh, companies utilize individual accomplish- accomplishment as a competitive advantage to drive their company forward. And the reality is, as much as we want to talk about how we like to see people successful, if they are not, you're going to feel sorry for them for a second, and then you're going to go back to you. And a company is going to go back to their own interests. They're going to hire somebody else to replace you because it's quicker to replace that person than trying to devote that time. It is just how the world works. And that's why it's so critical. You have to lead yourself. You have to grind all the time. Ray's living proof of it. And uh, and he earned that trident, that seal emblem because of it. I was the same way. People told me I'd never make it. I mean, I was a, you know, I was a 95 pound weakling. I was probably four foot 11 and 95 pounds when I showed up at the recruiting office at 16 and they laughed me out of the office. You were a small little bastard. I was like, well, I was like 135 when I checked, when I was checked into buds, but uh, you know what? It's mindset, it's mindset and heart. And I tell you, those are the critical components. Physically, you have to be ready for those those ambushes when they come, but it is not the physical component that's going to get you through. It is mental. It is the heart. And when that is both, that is your mental leadership and your emotional leadership. Ray, you, you started grinding it out. You were getting through, you had the first life's ambush. And when I talk about those ambushes, emotional, mental, or physical as scars they leave on you. What other life's ambushes did you encounter between the time you were growing up to the time you got to Bud's and truly started to forge this mindset? Because Bud's does it. I mean, Bud's grinds you into nothing, and then they build us back up. Uh, I, I like to tell people that the evolution of Bud's is like the forging of a sword. They take a, they take a raw piece of steel and they melt it down to nothing. And then they put it back together and then they hammer it and they harden it and they fold it. And, and literally that whole hardening, melting, smelting process before they shape it into this finely edged weapon is to what they did. That is what builds that overcome mindset. What other ambush did you have before you got there? My whole life pretty much has been a emotional ambush. You know, like I said, just all the years of being told I'm never going to amount to anything. And I hope people can relate to what I'm saying. I mean, how many people are out there that have been told they're going to amount to nothing? I've been told I was going to amount to nothing my entire life. That pretty much changed, you know, after I put the trident on and met my beautiful wife who, you know, we're off, you know. She is beautiful. Holy smokes. Talk about settling. Yeah. I, I uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hell she was thinking when she met me, but hey, I got her now. So she's stuck with me. But no, my whole life, Um, has been just an emotional ambush because my entire life, I mean, imagine every day getting up, just being programmed that you're worthless. You know, that, that was what I had to reprogram myself with is I'm not worthless. You know, I am not a piece of shit and I will amount to something. And that's what I had to do. And that's what I have done. And that's what I am. You know, I'm one of my, my points of performance is programming. You have to reprogram yourself, just like you you program your kids that a stove's not hot. My whole life has been an ambush. Now, ambushes come in many size, shapes, and factors. Did I take steel to the face? No. I, I can't compare to you, but there are scars from it, you know? And, you know, I try to hide those scars, but you know as well as I do, brother, you can only hide so many demons in a closet. You know what I mean? So um, you just got to prevail. And my life... I'm not looking back on it. I'm not looking back on it. I am, I am looking ahead 
And I'm about being positive and spreading the good word with you. All right. So right here, Ray, right now, three pieces of advice you can give our audience. What advice and lessons learned would you share with those out there to be ready for those ambushes when they come? All right. Here's my three pieces of advice, and they're easy. You have to believe in yourself and your abilities, okay? If you don't, you're already behind the power curve. So if life throws you a shit sandwich, you got to be willing to either eat it or say, I'm not going to eat it. That's it. So you have to be able to believe in yourself. Number two, all right, I would say it's what I call be the sponge. And people go, what the hell does that mean? I'll tell you exactly what it means. It means if someone's going to take the time to teach you something, listen. And then once you have absorbed that information, pass it on. Don't be selfish. Okay, everybody these days is selfish and they only care about themselves. That's number two, be the sponge. Number three, Front sight focus, you know as well as I do. If you got your eye on the prize, do not let anybody or anything deter you from it, okay? Because I almost listen to people, and if I did, I would have never accomplished my dream, and that is to be a SEAL. Front sight focus. If you got your eye on the prize, don't let anything or anybody deter you from it. They're my three tips. I love it. Front sight focus, such a great point. I also talk about staying the course. Either of those two things, having that compass bearing or focusing on that front sight, both of those things in the middle of the chaos that's going on around you, whether you know it's a firefight, whether it's cancer, whether anything that you have going on in your life, by maintaining that front sight focus, by maintaining your course and bearing, you are going to stay on point. And that's what's so critical. People get lost when the, when the ambushes happen, they get lost in the moment. And we have a saying about ambushes. You've learned this. I've learned this. People out there that have been in the military understand it. You got to get off the X. And, and what that means is you cannot stay in that moment when the world is raining down on you. And in, in, in an actual ambush, it's where fire and explosions are happening. The X is where they targeted that ambush. If you do not maintain that front sight focus, if you're so overwhelmed by what's happening and you're not thinking about getting back on your gun and looking at that front sight and engaging the enemy that's out there, they're going to crush you. So maintain that front sight focus. That is great advice. All right, we're going to do Ray Care. Who is Ray Care part two next week? We're going to get into a couple of bud stories in the next show. Ray and I are going to talk some about buds. We're going to talk about life after the teams. Who is Ray Care, the actor, the, the TV personality? We're going to talk about Ray as a fitness expert. And I tell you what, guys, Ray is a beast, man. He, he said it to me the other day. I'm in better shape than I ever have been in my life. And Ray is now 46 years young, 46, baby. And he is crushing it. So I got a question for all of you out there who, are, you know, every day are talking about, I wish I was in better shape, but you got all these excuses. Yeah. What's your excuse? Ray is a fitness coach. He is a coach. He is a professional hustler because he is out there grinding. He's making things happen, baby. He is a motivator. He is a husband and father. We're going to talk about that next week. We're going to wrap up this first show. These shows are going to grow. We're probably going to get beyond an hour. We're going to try and keep these first ones short. And uh, as we're learning and we're making this happen, but tell your friends, Tell your family, the JR Overcome show is out there. Our next show is going to be September 27th. And our theme for that next show, what's our theme, right? I think it's going to be success. Success. I like it. I like it too, because elite performance, success goes hand in hand. Some people view success by uh, certain uh, physical things, uh, which is great. I think it's great to be able to have those things, but I think we have a different view of success. And I think that's important. 
I think we do. And I think it'll open a lot of eyes when they hear our definition of what success actually means to us personally. And then uh, a couple more shows, we're going to start having our first guest. Our first guest uh, on the show is going to be James Jimmy Hatch. He is a teammate. He operated the highest level, and he wrote a great book that came out a couple months ago called Touching the Dragon. It is an amazing book about not only life and the elite special operations team, but about the the impact war has on people, both physically and mentally, and how Jimmy almost lost himself down the path of PTSD, and he almost killed himself, and he went down a really dark path, and he wrote about that, and this book can help you. We're excited to have him on, and then we're going to have on two amazing guests, and it's probably going to be the guests of the century that we're going to have on. Stop. Uh, the incredible... Trish Kerr and Erica Redman, and the topic of that show, Ray, what's that topic? I like to call it living with awesome, but what do you think you want to call it, sir? Uh, I, I want to call it partnered with perfection. I mean, you know, it's tough. You know, It's tough to be with us. I'm not going to lie to you. I tell my wife every day, you are living with pure perfection and it's heaven. Her outlook on it is a tad bit different, but I think she only sees things one dimensional. You know, she doesn't think out of the box like we do but I'm going to have to program her just like we've been talking about. I but, always ask her, I mean, what's it like to be married to a male angel? I mean, I know. dude, I mean, it's tough. Former I mean, Navy do you SEAL. Think, I mean, I, I sometimes tire myself out. I would marry a SEAL if I could. <laughs> I would. I mean, a Navy SEAL. I mean, she gets to touch me every day. Yes. All right. So the last two minutes is our two-minute motivation. Each of us get one minute. To, to uh, we want to motivate you on the topic of the show. So, Ray, you want to kick it off? I'll start it off, guys. Topic of the show was ambush today. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Life is going to throw shit at you, guys. I'm sorry about that, okay? You have to be max flex, and you have to be able to adapt and overcome, all right? No one is going to do anything for you, okay? Don't get me fired up in this minute session. Here's what's got to happen. You have got to get up and mentally make the decision that you're going to get off your ass, and you're going to make things happen. I refuse to be a statistic, and you need to too. If there's something you want to change, make the effort and the conscious decision right now, okay? Yesterday, I could care less about. Tomorrow, I could care less about. Today, I'm all about planning and being ready to go, but you need to live in the now and make shit happen. I've said my piece. God bless America, and go kick ass. I love it. All right, my turn. Ambushes are on the horizon, people. They may not come in the form of bullets, but they are out there. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're doing. Somewhere out there in the near future, there is a life ambush, and you have to be ready for it. It comes down to that fundamental question, will you be ready? What are you doing in your life to prepare yourself for it? The samurai were such an amazing example of warriors because not only were they incredible fighters, they were incredibly well-rounded and all aspects of their life. They were physical leaders, they were mental leaders, they were emotional leaders, they were social leaders, and they were spiritual leaders. So when those moments came, they were ready. When those ambushes came, they were able to fight forward. They were able to get off the X. And that is what life is all about. That is how we lead ourselves. That is how we overcome all. When that ambush comes, if you start to prepare yourself, if you can answer that question, will I be ready? And the answer is yes. It doesn't matter what life ambush is coming. You will crush through it and you will drive forward and find success and elite performance. This is Jason Redman. This is Ray Care. And this is the JR Overcome Show, episode one. 
thanks for being with us. We're out. Thanks for listening to the JR Overcome Show. Tune in next time and please remember to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Please visit jrovercomeshow.com.